Well, hello everybody and welcome to our seventh Clearwater Church anniversary celebration. Yes, happy anniversary to us. Happy Doug. anniversary, Sabrina. I'm, I'm Doug Ketterer. I'm Sabrina Mariner. And we're gonna be your hosts for our time together this evening. And Sabrina, you and Mike felt led a long time ago, or not so long, to start a new church. And here we are seven years later celebrating our anniversary. And you're a part of that. Dan. I'm a part How'd of that. How'd you get involved? Oh, boy. Well, that's a good question. I, I think yeah. I, we were there pretty early when we just had, you know, a couple of rows of seats and a couple of families and whoever could play an instrument. And, and uh, here we are. Humble beginnings. Absolutely. So, so... Why, tell me, why do we do this every year? Why do we celebrate our anniversary? Yeah, we do this every year, and three primary reasons. One is to thank God. We thank God all the time throughout the year, but it's good to pause and look back at the last year, say thank you, Lord, for what you have done. And then we also want to um, remind ourselves why we do this. Why do we do church? Why do we make disciples? And the the third thing is that we want to look ahead. We want to anticipate. We want to recommit ourselves to what God is calling us to do. In a new ministry year, it's a fresh year. God's mercies are new every morning. And what does he have for us? And we want to anticipate that, celebrate what he's done, and look forward to what's ahead. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for all you and your family have contributed to everything we're doing today. We're grateful for you. Thanks. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome. Well, as mentioned, we are your hosts, and we'd like to call up our first guest. So, Heidi Carlson, would you please come join us? Hi. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, Welcome. to the table. Here we it's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, have some of that a little bit and help yourself you to a mint. Doug? All right. Okay. Do you miss these? I do, yes. Uh -huh. I do. You may have a mint. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, Heidi, tell us, how long have you been with Clearwater Church? I've been with Clearwater about five years. Five mm, years. Yep. Most okay. of our history. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's been great. <laughs> awesome. And what has, speaking of it's been great, what has Clearwater Church meant to you and your family over this past year? Yeah, so um, I think Clearwater's done a great job of being kind of like a church family, um, especially to our family. And I've seen um, how the leadership has facilitated um, the church body helping out each other, um, setting up meal trains for one another. Um, and, you know, we got a phone call um, during the COVID yeah. pandemic, just multiple times seeing how we were asking how we were doing, um, how we were doing financially, and just how um, the elders could pray for our family. And that really meant a lot um, to us. Also, I've been connected with um, small groups and made amazing friendships and relationships with um, older women and peers and I feel like I can call them if I need anything whenever um, so yeah I, I grew up in a really small town so Anchorage feels big so it's nice to feel connected to a church and be known um, I used to run into Pastor James everywhere around town um, some church members are work at the library and um, they're just in the community doing amazing things and um, one of our church members was my um, birth assistant so <laughs> it's just been right, it's right, been really right. special yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 awesome it's been great. Well, that, that is close yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well thank you Heidi I appreciate your, your thoughts and comments and speaking of thoughts and comments uh, Clearwater sent out a survey to 
the body and we got quite a few responses actually and it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun reading through them and seeing your thoughtful comments so thank you everybody who responded and um, I'd like to take a moment to summarize what we gathered from that I can't really do all of it because it would take a little bit of time but just a few of the questions we wanted to hit and Heidi please feel free to comment okay. and Sabrina too of course anywhere uh, any place that strikes you so the first question on the survey was what sermon series most impacted you and why? And about half of the respondents said the Isaiah series, which happens to be the most recent, recent series. Yeah, yeah coincidentally. Um, they uh, responded to that one. Heidi, what would you say in response to that question? I, I really appreciated the Isaiah one. I was kind of chasing my kids around when that was going on, but I really um, right. <laughs> loved the Second Peter um, series that we went through maybe sometime in the in last the year, in the yeah. fall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, just how it was helpful how Mike helped frame um, just how we need to work out our salvation, but God is also in that 100%. So that just helped me um, think about sanctification, and that was I've been meditating on those verses a lot, and that was really impactful to me. That's great. Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Another question in the survey was, what positive outcomes have come out of this whole COVID-19 experience? And... I, I saw a couple of themes. One was just slowing. Um, you know, things were kind of shut down, so there was more time at home with family, more time with God, more time to really recognize our need for God and to press into Him. And there were certainly some needs over the last several months, and they, they continue. Yeah. Another response was the online services. There we are. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah. and the outdoor services, which are a particular yeah. favorite of mine. And... You know, without the COVID deal, we wouldn't have had any of that. So pretty, pretty neat yeah. outcome there. Yeah, the one thing that forced me to think about was, or a Bible verse that became very pronounced during this time was from Proverbs, and that you know, a man can plan his, make his plans, but God will determine our steps. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know the future. And I think COVID really punctuated that, um, that, that we're not in control, but God is. So that was one for me. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Another one of the questions was, what are the top two strengths at Clearwater Church? And there were lots of nods to the solid biblical teaching that we enjoy here. A lot of also people also referred to the community and the support. I mean, mm -hmm. Heidi, you touched on that. Yeah. And uh, somebody made the comment, it's the relationships that define us and bring us together, not necessarily a building or something else. And I, I um, definitely feel that way, too. The children's ministry and the worship team got some, some shouts out, and we certainly appreciate all you guys who work so hard on that front. Uh, and then there's another question, what, you know, top two growth opportunities at Clearwater? Where can we grow? And there are uh, there were fewer responses, but sometimes I think these are the most important, you know, these are the yeah. ones that we may not be seeing. And a couple of people said they'd like to see more baptisms and people coming to faith. I think that's so neat. And we definitely want to, let's pray toward this. So, so we see more of that. And others talked about wanting to have more prayer meetings. And somebody made the point to, you know, we need to remember in services and sermons what we're doing right here to speak the truth in love at all times because we want to attract everybody into our church and we want everybody to feel loved and included and to experience the love of Jesus and um, and to remember you you don't know what wavelength somebody is on who's walking through our doors. Right, mm -hmm. that's true. 
Another question, we've been having communion regularly. How does regular communion shape you spiritually? Heidi, yeah. what would you say to that one? Yeah, I, I love how often our church does communion. Um, for me, it's, it's just remembering what the gospel is. Um, actually, last week, um, I read in our email that we were going to have communion on Sunday, so I was speaking out loud, and my son heard me say we're having communion, and he, he asked me what that was. And it's so simple. I said, we're just remembering that Jesus died for our sins and we're um, symbolically taking the bread as his body and um, the cup as his blood. And it's just so simple and it just helps me remember regularly what the gospel is and um, just puts me in, in the right place, I think. So. That, yeah, one great. thing I noticed from our survey is um, a lot of people indicated that we that connection with the Lord and the body of Christ all together is is pretty mm -hmm. special. Mm -hmm. We really witnessed that in observing the Lord's Supper. Absolutely. Well, you all stole my thunder. Remembering and connection were the themes that yeah. really came out of the answers to that question, which I think are really neat. So, final question. Uh, one of the previous questions was, how comfortable are you inviting? A friend to Clearwater Church and the vast majority of people said oh, I'm totally comfortable with that yeah. and so we asked the question well what would you say if you invited somebody mm -hmm. and the the most common responses were hey we've got a friendly welcoming church here you are going to be comfortable here um, and others said we you know have genuine sincere truthful leadership and that's a real attraction that people would like to um, share when sharing our church with others and and also just there are excellent opportunities for anybody of any age or interests. There's a lot of diversity along those fronts. And um, yeah, that's, that's the summary. Yeah, thanks, Doug, for doing yeah, that. You bet. Well, it was a pleasure to read through and see what everyone had to say. So we are going to transition to a, uh, a video. We're going to take a look back at the last year and some highlights. Heidi, thank you so much for being our first guest of the Excellent. night. We really thank appreciate you. And please enjoy the video and let's roll them. Well, that was really fun to watch. Our next guest this evening is Bill Burgess. And Bill is a man of many talents and he is also one of our elders at Clearwater. So Bill, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Glad you hit the hand sanitizer. Help yourself to a mint. And, and we're glad you're with us. So, so let's talk a little bit about being an elder. What's it like to be an elder? What do you do? That's a good question. Um, I'll, uh, I'll say it's an honor and a privilege. Um, other than that, it's hard to describe um, what it's like to be an elder beyond what do I do. And what I do is essentially serve the church. Um, my goal really is to see that the, that the church is healthy and that we're doing what Christ calls us to, uh, which is making disciples of all, all people. You know, get the word out there. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that you spend a lot of time in prayer with the elder board, which is something. Yes, yes. This is, praying for your church. This, this is a real privilege, uh, too. We get together biweekly um, with the elders, and, uh, and we look at the prayer needs and, and go over those together. Um, mm -hmm. And in, uh, in addition to that, you know, we periodically have an opportunity to contact uh, members of the church and, and uh, pray with them individually. So um, I think it's, that's a crucial in the life of the church that, that we're uh, people of prayer. 
Yeah. And you're important. Yeah, the elders are really important to our, our body. Absolutely. Yeah. And so who are these elders? There, there's you and, and there's some others. Yes, with me, I'm privileged to share with uh, um, Greg Balco, uh, Ken McCormick, uh, Greg Moody, uh, Steve Gordon, and uh, re recently added Justin Myring to our elder board. So we've got a complete elder board. Awesome. So when would somebody want to contact an elder and how would they get in touch with one of you? Yes, good question. Um, uh, if there's any question, I guess, about how, how the church is running church policy, um, uh, uh, maybe a di discipling, uh, there's, a, there's a question about biblical texts or something like that. I mean, I think we, we're there to serve, uh, and in any way we can um, assist the body in, in, uh, in following Christ, that's, that's what our aim is to do. Um, and we can be contacted through the website or through the church app, and our contact information is listed there plainly. Mm -hmm. And so you've mentioned a few things like prayer and discipleship and, and meeting. What do you enjoy most about being an elder? Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm naturally a little bit of an introvert, but it, uh, fortunately this gets me out in, um, in the team of the elder board and, and our pastors, and it gets, gives me the, the fellowship and relationship um, uh, of some other um, you know, um, senior men that I'm able to, to spend time with and love on. So um, it really is a, is a stretch for me in a way, uh, but it's a blessing too. Good to be challenged. So, mm. so we, we've got you here now. You're, you're our resource. So we've got yeah. some questions, turning some questions about the church. So how has the size of the church body changed from when we started seven years ago to the present? Well, we've actually been blessed uh, there as well. We've, been, we've seen a slow, steady growth. Um, really up until the time this pandemic hit us. And uh, our, I think our membership numbers coming into that were 219 or 220 in, uh, in weekly service. Um, the pandemic has prevented us from uh, meeting together in large gatherings, but it hasn't prevented us from meeting. And, uh, and so consequently, we've been able to do online church and uh, church in the park. And so our, our weekly numbers really are about 90 people getting together uh, at the park, but another 90 households or devices, mm -hmm. if you will, uh, mm -hmm. logging in uh, and so sharing together. So nearly 200 people um, weekly anyway. So pretty consistent. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's Well, it's, it's a hats off to the team for pulling that off. So everybody has a chance to, to tune in one way or another. So let's talk, let's talk finances. How are we doing financially? And has COVID-19 had any impact on that? Oh, yes, another good question. Uh, uh, we're doing well financially. Um, God has blessed the church. Uh, and you, the church, you've been faithful. Um, we, we saw growth in giving uh, over last year. Um, we've, uh, we've not had some of the expenses that we would normally have, uh, paying for Wendler, for example, when we meet there. Uh, and so consequently, we've been able to put away a fair amount of money in savings, uh, which will serve the church well. And speaking of savings, I, I know we had uh, a practice of tithing, so giving away a chunk of what comes in. Are we still doing that? And if oh, we absolutely. Are, it's one of our joys, uh, I think, is to continue uh, the, the tithe that Christ calls us to. Um, we want to see other ministries, um, you know, it fruitfully doing uh, the gospel work as well. 
And so there's, uh, there's several that we're able to do that with. Um, and in fact, uh, I, can, I can say uh, with great joy, really, that since, since we started meeting together as a church, we've given away $300,000, a little over $300,000 wow. in our church tithe. That is significant. That sure is. You know what I like about um, that giving in our church is that we highlight those ministries, whether they're local and global, and I like keeping a global awareness of what God is doing you know, in our city, in our state, around the world. I think it's important. And um, that's a, another great benefit to giving. We're just keeping that in front of our church about what God is doing sure. everywhere. Sure. One of our policies has been to, to try to um, share our, our tithe, our church tithe, uh, approximately half to local ministries and half to um, international or, or uh, okay. ministries that are not local. So locally we give to the Downtown Hope Center, um, Arctic Barnabas uh, Ministries. Um, Free Burma Rangers. Well, Free Burma oh, Rangers right, would be one of our international yeah, yeah, ones. And, right. and uh, Reaching Indians Ministries, uh, Remy, mm -hmm. would be one of our international ones. And so, yes, we, we try to share that um, locally and, and uh, internationally. Very good. Yeah, so now we're going to look at a, um, a little bit about this last year, some of the activities that we did. You know, when COVID hit in March, um, and things just felt like they were screeching to a halt, but really um, things kept going. But prior to that, when I was looking back at our old newsletters and seeing tons of photos, I thought, wow, we, we're busy. <laughs> we're a busy church. So I wanted us to hit some of those highlights. The photo slideshow did some of that, um, but there were some you know, other things that were important to us. And we had a new initiative, Club 68. So tell us about that, Bill. Sure, yes. Uh, Club 68 is actually one of our initiatives that we're really proud of. Uh, something that we launched last year felt like we were we were called to to uh, to start that ministry really to our our middle uh, school yeah. uh, aged kids uh, and uh, and quite successful. Brian Whitson was leading that along with a bunch of volunteers um, and they they made a, a lively gathering, um, which was about half maybe youth from Clearwater Church and half uh, youth from the community and from That's the right. school. Um, and uh, it was very exciting to see uh, that ministry grow um, the, to the point where we had um, 18 to 20 kids meeting together weekly. Uh, and one of the things I've, I've heard here already is that you know, people are eager to see uh, baptisms or professions of faith. Mm -hmm. And we had four professions of faith come out of uh, Club 68 wow. last year. Well, really? nice. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, and there were some other things. We First time for a mission trip to Bolivia, which was exciting for that team. And, um, and then with uh, Windler, we've been able to serve. We've, uh, t we've started a tradition of Thanksgiving meals and Christmas gifts. And yeah, what, do you want to say anything about that? Yes, yes. Windler is a, a sort of a built-in community for us to be able to uh, outreach, uh, you know, outreach to the, to the school and to the um, staff of the school. So taking care of the teachers, helping them do their job well, uh, praying for them, making, mm -hmm. uh, you know, making that presence known. And uh, you know the uh, the back to school party that we're typically able to do, um, you know, hosting a carnival really on the on the green out there, mm -hmm. and uh, and getting to meet the kids. So it's been uh, it's been fun to you know have that as an outreach um, built right into where we meet. Yeah, I love that. And uh, another fun event from this past year was a solstice tree tour, and it brings tons of people out, and a lot of people can get involved with singing um, with the carolers or decorating the tree, handing out cider. Nobody got hurt. No. And uh, so, you know, that's a, a great event. And um, another one that was really 
uh, well-attended Conquer series. So we did that in January. We finished that just before, you know, COVID hit, right? Right. Wasn't the it? timing and, was fortuitous. Right. And um, so that was just well-received by men and women and impacting. And um, so we, there was great discipleship going on last year. And so then when COVID, I want to brag on your son, David, because, you know, before we, we've never celebrated Easter in our homes, you know, on TV mm -hmm. before. So we had to do that this year. Right. And um, so, you know, we were scrambling when we couldn't meet at Windler. And David, he rose to the occasion. He handled the video, the audio. He was also doing worship team. So David, kudos to you. He's behind the scenes right now. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm not even sure you were formally asked to take it on. It seemed like it just kind of happened. So if I need to apologize for anything there, I'm sorry about that. But you were uh, stellar and uh, you carried the weight of that. And man, our whole team has been built from that. And um, excellent job, all you guys, with our audio and video and projection. And it's just amazing. So we're going to continue. Are you excited about that? I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and um, and then the Facebook devotionals. We had those going. It was fun to see people doing that before we transitioned to the park. When, and when those started, it was everybody was kind of separate. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And it was just really neat to tune into a devotional and have somebody check in and say hi. Like, oh, the Whitsons are there. Or the right. Bird, you know. Right. That was, it was really neat. Yeah. It was, it was important. I know other people appreciated that too, and um, meeting some folks maybe they wouldn't have met, um, you know, at a service in person, but they're like, oh, I just got to know so-and-so who led right. that devotion. And, and so that was really cool. Um, and so what was something you like enjoyed? I, I appreciate that our church has fun together. We do fun things. I mean, we fielded two softball teams this summer, and, both, and there are a lot of softball players in this room tonight. And and we just had a great time with that, a lot of practices. Another thing we did was we had our annual Occlutna Lake camp out, and that is just such a blast to, to just saddle up with, with other families in the church and just kind of enjoy the outdoors together for a whole weekend. So I love those things in particular. We do have a good time, don't we? We do. I think we do. In the name of Jesus. Just like our hats. Yeah. That's exactly, yep. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's, let's thank let's the keep Lord. Rolling. Yes. So yeah. uh, before we do that, I just want to mm -hmm. say, Bill, thank you for joining us and being our guest tonight. We appreciate everything that uh, you've shared this evening, and we really appreciate everything you and your fellow elders do and sacrifice to take care of this body. You guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. We love you. Thank you. Yeah. Would you please... Um, lead us in prayer as we continue on with our service awesome well let's let's pray father god thank you uh, we praise your name we 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 adore you lord <laughs> we we feel so fortunate um for all the blessings that you've poured out on us and we we pray that you you continue um just to fill us with your spirit lord uh, make us shine with your light as uh, as we go into the next year that we might continue to be your people and take your 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 word out into the world and and um, and make it attractive to people. I praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. I 
think I'm going to retire my hat for this segment, Doug, here. Okay. Do you mind? Not at all. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll, because I'll stand in solidarity with okay. you. Okay. I appreciate that. Hats, hats down. Uh, yeah. So this segment, I want to talk about the unique time that we are at in history. Because this is like none other that we've experienced in our lifetimes. Right. And um, it, attention-grabbing events that cause, can cause us to say, where is God? Is God trying to get our attention? Is he punishing us? Does God care? Um, can we blame God for anything? It might even cause us to try to blame God for something, looking for some reason for why, why are we going through this? What's going on? In reality, such events should make us ask the Lord, should cause us to say, Lord, how do you want me to understand this? And what do you want me to do? And that's what we need to be doing um, as a church. How do you want me to understand our current um, events? And what do you want us to do for such a time as this? Um, God is not unaware of what's happening. He is in control. Um, it's not that he's caught off guard. This does not surprise him. And he knows what we need. He really knows and he does care about us. He hasn't left us alone. And so we have to ask ourselves, do we believe it? Do we believe that God truly cares and that he has a plan for us? What is, what is his plan in all of this? Um, so, and this is what Jesus says. This is what the Lord says about us if we are following him this is what he says about you and so you're going to read colossians from chapter three and listen carefully to what these words say about you if you follow jesus since then you have been raised with christ set your hearts on things above where christ is seated at the right hand of god set your mind on things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. When I recently read that, I was stopped in my tracks at that last part is when Christ, who is your life? And it struck me, it's like Christ is my life. That's what he says about me. Christ is my life. Christ is your life, Doug. And that is true for us at Clearwater Church. Christ is our life. He is our life. And then one day, we're going to appear with him in glory. It's a reality. It's not just something nice to think about, but it's, tr it's a truth it's a, a, that is ahead of us. And even though Jesus, he's at the right hand of God the Father, and our life is hidden with him there, we still have a mission on the earth right now, and it's because of our life in Christ that we can fulfill that mission that he wants us to do. And so this is not a time to lose heart. It is not a time to shrink back. It is not a time to be hopeless or fearful because we have the power of Jesus Christ. He is our life. We have that, and, see, and we've got a mission. So what is that mission? What is it? You know, we have to ask ourselves that from time to time. And, you know, what is it for you, Doug? What is it for me? What is it for each person here at Clearwater Church? And um, so we're going to consider that. And a lot of people, they might feel like, you know, I don't have, feel like I've got much of a purpose now. I don't um, know what the point of my life is. But God is still at work. 
and he ultimately, you know, we're, he's committed to us the message of reconciliation. We've been reconciled to him through Christ Jesus, and we now have that message. So how are we going to get that out? And so Clearwater Church, it exists to demonstrate how to live out the gospel, and it exists to declare that Jesus Christ is God. He died for us. He rose again to conquer death, and he is coming back. And that's something we say often at Clearwater Church, the mystery of faith. Christ has died. You probably say it with me. Christ, Christ is, is risen. risen. Christ, Christ will, will come, come again. again. That's our reality. So don't forget, Christ is your life. And what is it that he is having you think about in this next ministry year? What is it he wants you to put your mind to by the power of his Holy Spirit? And um, this is a time to consecrate ourselves. And Brandon is going to lead us through a prayer to be doing that, to begin that process. So yeah, if anything that Sabrina was just saying, if God was highlighting a mission, something that he's calling you towards, just continue to start to talk to him about that and ponder that. And I'm going to read a, a confession, a time of just coming before God and humbling ourselves before him, saying we are not perfect, we don't have all this together, but we trust in you, and we seek to live by your strength, by your spirit in us. So just listen to God and uh, yeah, just humble ourselves before him with me right now. So most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought and word and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We, do, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. And we, we live a life with a God who has empowered us. He has raised us up with Christ and seated us in the heavenly realms with Christ Jesus. That's from Ephesians 2.6. And we have the Spirit of God in us that does not make us timid, but gives us power and love and self-discipline from 2 Timothy. God is with us. God is leading us. So just follow his lead and where he's asking you to move forward in this next year. So let's continue to praise him and thank him for the work that he's done in our lives and for what he's empowering us to do in this next year. We trust and pray that the Lord has been speaking to you through this time. And let's face it, it's been a weird year. You've probably had quite a bit of time just at home to really think about things and really think, what, what am I doing here? And, and now that the fall is here and things are actually starting to open up with this whole pandemic routine, you yeah. might be thinking, well, what's next? What, what am what am I going to do? Would you please? And, you know, Brandon talked about humbling himself before the Lord. And, and Sabrina, you know, gave us this charge of Christ is your life. And you said something awesome. You said this is, this is a time to long for the gospel of Jesus, to permeate our world and ask, what is my part? So this is a challenge. Would you take some time at home this week and consider your ministry goals for 2021. What do you think God has for you? And 
And I underscore the words for you. This is for you. It's for me. It's for Sabrina. I mean, God has something for each one of us. What is that? Think about it. Pray about it, most importantly. So we have put together a list of goals that we want everybody to look at. And really, this is a boilerplate. We, you know, hopefully you'll add some of your own. But there's room for that. There's room for that. There's a space for that. And Sabrina, for the folks at home, where do they find this list? It is on our website, right on the home page. You'll find a button. It says personal goals. Okay. Personal goals. You know, maybe maybe you've decided it's now time to, that I read my Bible daily and I really want to commit to that. There's a goal right there. Right on, on the, the sheet. Paper. Okay. Yeah. Another one, uh, be, see my vocation and my hobbies and interests as missions that are fulfilling God's eternal purposes. I mean, Sabrina really touched on that in her challenge. And there it is, right there. So we have this list. We want you to consider it. Check them off. Print it out. And we want to make this a time capsule. We're going we're gonna to revisit this as a church. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're going to take a few months to, to get going on this. And then we're going to come back to it and see how everybody's doing. So we want you to print this out, check off what you want to commit to, write it in, and again, this is for you, and then put it somewhere safe where it's going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you got a safe at home you want to slide it in there, or I, I know a buddy who puts things on the dashboard of his car. He's staring at it all the time driving. I mean, you get the message. Put it yeah. somewhere good. Sabrina, where are you going to put your time capsule um, goals? Probably near my desk. Somewhere in my uh, desk, yes. yeah. Okay. I'll have to tape it, yeah, somewhere. I was going to say, I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. You're probably one of those organized people that something's not going to get lost immediately, like it would on my desk. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty organized. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what about you? Um, that's a good question. Probably, probably going to go on my nightstand next to my bed, and that is uh, a high volatility place in terms of mess but that's that's where i you know that's where my stuff is you'll find it there you know and where you, to find it you know what i'm gonna put it in my bible come to think of it i'm gonna put it in the bible that's where it's gonna go i'm there every day and i won't lose it okay good place so you get the picture um think about your goals pray about yeah. them write them out okay so it is my great pleasure to introduce our pastor mike mariner and he's going to give us a snapshot of what's coming up this year and what we're looking forward to. Mike, take it away. Seven years, baby. I love this thing. I love this thing. Hey, Clearwater Church, when I look back over seven years, I see a parade of people. So many faces of people who came alongside and made Clearwater Church a reality. They served alongside. They gave. They prayed. This is something that God has done through his people. Seven years ago, Sabrina and I had an idea. We stepped out in faith, and God, through his people, made it happen. I am filled with thanksgiving today, as I have just witnessed other people testifying to ownership in the mission and the vision that God gave us seven years ago. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. You know, in Hebrews uh, 13, 17, we're told to respect our church leaders and follow in a way that makes leadership a joy, not a burden. And I say 
honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it is a joy to pastor Clearwater Church. I know I speak on behalf of the staff and the elders. You guys are a joy to lead. I have only felt respected, protected, prayed for, cared for, uh, supported. We've never been without. And I thank you. I really, really thank you. I love you guys. And I count it a great joy to be your pastor. This year, look, we're all experiencing the difficulty of planning. We hold all our plans loosely. We know the situation on the ground can change. And, and so I'm going to tell you our plan really briefly, but of course, we hold it loosely. Before I give particulars, I want to make an appeal. Here's the appeal. Don't sit on good ideas. Please don't sit on good ideas. You're indwelt with the Spirit of God. God might give you insight into how Clearwater Church can better minister to the world. And, and so if God opens your eyes, don't say to yourself, hey, I'm not a leader. I don't have a title. Hey, you are a member of Clearwater Church, and God could very well lead us through you. That's how we got the Norvig mission trip. That's how we got the back-to-school party. That's even how we got black curtains at Wendler Middle School, is God's people seeing a way we could be better and stepping forward to lead that. So please, take initiative. And so, you know what? I'm going to tell you about the plans that we have so far, but the fact of the matter is God might want to do more through us as a church, and some of that more might very well come through you. What are we going to do? Number one, we're going back to Wendler Middle School. We've been out of the school now for almost six months. Praise God. Next Sunday, wow. next Sunday, we're going to be back at Wendler Middle School. We're going to have two services, 9.30 a.m., 11.30 a.m., and in order to accommodate everybody, we're going to honor the city's request to socially distance, which means we have to have 10 feet between households. We're going to wear masks, uh, and we think we're going to need to have two services to accommodate everybody, but we're going to do it. We can do church. I'm also excited to say that we're going to have kids' church starting next week. As soon as we get back to Wendler, uh, kids' church from preschool through fifth grade. Little kiddos, we're going to uh, have to invite them in with us uh, in the main service. But the kids are going to uh, go into the gymnasium. Teachers aren't yet ready for us to be in the classroom, so the kids will be all in the gymnasium. But it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Would you help us by... Um, telling us in advance which service you're going to attend. Reserve your spot. Uh, this is just a way for us to balance out attendance so we don't have everybody showing up at, at the same time. Uh, we're going to have kids ministry, by the way, only at the 9.30 service. So we're forcing uh, families to get up early uh, and join us for the 9.30. Another thing we're going to do, already been talked about, church online. We're going to continue that. We're going to just keep pressing into it. It's allowing our reach to go beyond Anchorage, and it's awesome. It's awesome. God is, uh, I, I think it's going to only grow, and I'm excited to see how God's going to use that. Uh, thirdly, we're going to journey groups. Journey group directory is available. Lots of great groups. Find a group that works for you. Some of them are in person. Some are uh, online. Some are a hybrid. Some of the groups are going to be talking about our new sermon series, Gospel in Life. We're starting that next Sunday. And so find a group that uh, works for you and get involved. Don't just ask, do I need it? Also ask, do others need me? And the answer is, yes, we do. We need each other. We need each other. Uh, another thing that's going to happen is the, the elders, uh, in the past, they've made it a goal to call everybody in the church about uh, twice a year 
Now we're trying to go every other month. And I have some exciting news. In order to help make that possible, we now have a women's care team. Uh, so the, we have selected six godly women, mature godly women, who we believe will do an excellent job caring, helping us care for the church. And so women expect to be getting a call from someone on the women's care team. And those women are Dee Dee Anansen, Victoria Busick, um, Melody Balco, my mom, Carla Mariner. Who doesn't want to call from, from my mom? Uh, Kristen Whitson and Farah Weiner. Wonderful women. Uh, in fact, the next eight weeks, we're going to have them come one by one, share their testimony so you get to hear uh, their God story. It's going to be great. Uh, now, we've always had a memory verse challenge each month. We're now adding a prayer focus, a monthly prayer focus, which will help us as a church um, together enter into some pr critical prayer uh, focuses. Now, this month, you probably tuned in already, it's the schools. I'm super excited. Next Sunday, our first week back at Wendler Middle School, the principal, Marcus Wilson's going to be there to help us with our prayer focus next week on Wendler Middle School. Uh, we're going to continue to do Club 68, continue to do young adult ministry, and high school. This is the year, I'm, I'm pretty convinced, this is the year that we would have invested heavily into our high school ministry. But because of the pandemic, we decided we're going to hold off on that for a bit. And so we're asking our high school students to go to Change Points High School Ministry. Uh, Sophia Swan, our beloved Sophia, her husband Caleb is the, uh, the senior high pastor over there, and Sophia works very closely. And so, you know, you'll know people. Uh, go over there. I'm also looking for a couple of um, our own people to volunteer in their high school ministry so that our kids have Clearwater Church uh, specific small groups, which is they will, they've said they'll do if we can send them some of our leaders. So if you're interested in that, uh, please contact me. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, the Apostle Paul says the church is the pillar and bulwark of truth. We hold the truth up in the world, and if the church stops doing that, truth falls down it's more it, it is as, it is as important as ever that we are on mission and you know what i'm amazed at what god did in us and through us last year despite the pandemic i'm excited to see what he's going to do uh, in front of us this year will you join me in praying god's blessing on this coming ministry year god i thank you for building your church you are the head of your church you entrust to us roles to play, small roles, but roles that are eternally significant. I'm so proud of Clearwater Church, Lord, and I believe you are proud of us too, Lord. But we want to be better. We want to be more skilled. We want to be more intentional. We want to reach more people. And so, Lord, I join those people in the survey who said, God, give us more conversions. Give us more baptisms. Give us more people to disciple in the Lord. And that's a work of your spirit, Lord. And we want to partner with you in that. Bless this coming year, Lord. May all of us step forward and play an even more significant role this year than ever in the expansion of your kingdom. We praise your name. We love you. Amen. 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 Kiddos, check out this fun video. God bless and happy anniversary to Clearwater Church. <laughs>